Harbor Church, we are a family of God, bound together to glorify and enjoy Him forever. This podcast series is a safe way to answer the questions that you, our community, has concerning the Bible, its tenets, and any other theological questions or concerns that you have come across as you join Harbor in our mission here in Mooresville and dig deeper into God's message, study His mission here on earth, or ponder your place in His wonderful plan. Thank you for dropping your anchor with HarborCast as we look forward to bringing light to these questions big and small. Welcome again to another HarborCast, the official podcast of Harbor Church PCA in Morrisville, North Carolina. Uh, this is a really cool podcast. This is the most people we've had on our podcast so far. Uh, if the auto, audio quality is not perfect, that's because we're on a Zoom call right now with some pretty special people. Uh, so I've got here Tyler Spry with me, um, but we've got some members of our newly formed family team. So if you could just kind of uh, introduce yourself. Uh, uh, we've got uh, Naomi here. Naomi, tell, tell us a little about yourself. How long you been at Harbor? Who are you? Where'd you come from? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we've been at Harbor for a year, um, John, Keith, and I, and our three girls. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I have a cold. I sound like my brother, but um, <laughs> yeah, we moved from Massachusetts, and it didn't take us long to settle into Harbor um, because it was just instantly very comfortable. (laughs) Um, and I kind of just asked that we didn't church hop and God provided by Harper being such a great community for us. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to be part of the family ministry because I've been part of the baby boom at Harbor. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's right. So a little selfishly, but I'm, I'm glad to see more families coming and, um, just providing ministry to them through this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And your husband's the one who's really kind of helped get this podcast off the ground. So thanks for letting me borrow him. Mm, uh, <laughs> uh, Carrie, uh, tell us about yourself. Yeah, my husband, Patrick, and I have been at Harbor uh, for about a year. Our story is actually really similar to Naomi's. Um, we are both from North Carolina, but we had just moved back. And again, we didn't want to church hop. We just wanted to land somewhere that um that we felt like was a good fit for us but also and most importantly was somewhere that loved the lord and 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 speaks truth to to the people every sunday which is definitely what harbor is so we have really enjoyed our year and we are excited to be here for many more years and we are also part of the baby boom (laughs) that we've been having (laughs) So yeah, we have four kids. Uh, the youngest is five months. So um, we're excited to see where this goes and how they can all be involved in more children's stuff at the church. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Last but not least, um, Pam, tell us about yourself. Oh, wow. Uh, Todd and I have been part of the church 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a big desire and love for children. Um and have worked as a preschool teacher, a teacher, and a Sunday school teacher, and uh, just kind of getting back in the loop and excited about Wednesday night family ministry. Yeah, you were you were there back in the day when Wednesday night was really cooking. Yeah, 
Well, cool. Well, this is kind of open to anybody and everybody. So we've sort of alluded to this this family team. I mean, what what in the world is the family team, and what are y'all's what are y'all's goals? Well, I'll I'll start on that one. I guess maybe maybe just by sharing the family um, ministry team vision. Uh, so what we what we want to do with the family ministry is to see the whole church family ministering to the whole family um, to cultivate a love for Christ that flows into obedient discipleship and a heart for serving others. And I just read our vision statement. So <laughs> that, is, that is quote uh, verbatim. So um, really, we, we want to see uh, families, whole families come uh, to follow the Lord together. Um, and so it kind of came about out of uh, this boom that Naomi alluded to of of children at Harbor. Um, and so we we came a little over a year ago, a year and some change. And I think we brought like the least amount of children. We brought <laughs> we brought two. And then and then uh, there was there was this sort of boom of families with kids. And so we started looking around like, huh, we should do something with them. Yeah. Uh, and so that sort of birthed the the desire, and and I've always had a, a desire for um, kids to follow the Lord. I've I worked in camp ministry and youth ministry for the last fifteen years, um, and and so we want to see children come to know the Lord, but also to minister to children in a way that involves the whole family. Um, so maybe I'll just launch off with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. so here here's i'm gonna play devil's advocate um you know what i've had been used to with uh children's ministry was uh you know when i was growing up it was a little cutesy um a lot of do this don't do that and um so a lot of obedience uh and usually i made something out of macaroni um <laughs> So, so tell me how, how is this, how is family and particularly kids ministry going to be different here at Harbor than maybe, maybe what I, what I kind of just described, which I think what a lot of people would look at that kind of ministry, right? Kids learning to be obedient and make crafts, right? Uh, that it seems not particularly, um, particularly important, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to take that one. Um, so I think that one of the biggest differences is that what we're planning to do is focusing on the kids' hearts, which as parents, I think we all struggle with probably is remembering that, yes, we want our kids to be obedient. That's not a bad thing, but what is our motivation for that? Right. And, um, and we're really after their hearts. We're focusing a ton on memory work. And I mean, the, the children's catechism is the backbone of what we're doing and having them memorize it, having them memorize scripture, having them memorize the books of the Bible and the Lord's prayer and things that they will come back to throughout the rest of their lives. Um, so it's not just do this, don't do that. It's because you have this in your heart then other things can flow out of you, like good things can flow out of you. 
Yeah, I think that's a that's a huge component, right? Um, that really every every ministry at the church should be discipleship. Um, it just looks a little different depending on your age and your stage and things like that. So discipleship amongst adults, kind of the same thing as discipleship with kids, just a little bit different problems. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think developmentally just kind of breaking it down so it's just like very simple very pure um just the love of christ mm-hmm. and that we can have we can share that and they can have that in their hearts i can remember my son when he was very young we had a program and they had like a little heart cookie or something and he said i'm eating i'm eating my love for for jesus you know <laughs> it's just like so cute so um just break it down so it's really simple and and just move from there with the younger kids especially yeah well and i think uh um i know tyler you and i've talked to about um making the family team not just about kids but um if you want to talk a little bit more about why call it why not just call it a kids ministry or children's ministry like what I call it a family ministry? Yeah, great question. So um, no part of the church is supposed to ever take the place of the family. Uh, and so what we want to do is we want to always work in a way that comes alongside the family, not pushes it out of the way. I remember like as I was kind of coming up as a Christian, especially like as a teenager, when it came to things like youth ministry, it was always sort of like you send your kids over there mm-hmm. and they get taken care of. And if they have a problem, they can go to the youth pastor and, you know, they'll help them sort things out or whatever. And it was almost divorced from the family. Uh, and so one of the reasons to to sort of from the get go label this family ministry and bake family into the vision is uh, we want to minister to children in a way that partners with families, partners with moms and dads, um, not takes them away. And so uh, it may even at the beginning feel like, oh, this is just another children's ministry. Uh, Because the big thing that we are launching to start this off is a Wednesday night ministry that primarily adds something for children. Um, But the goal in doing that is to allow the whole church body to be involved in Wednesday night ministry and worship and Bible teaching together uh, by allowing something for adults all the way down to infants. Mm-hmm. So we want to we want to serve the family by serving children and uh, doing that in a way that allows them to worship and to grow with their family. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And and I think that fits really well with our our overall mission and vision of the church right is to we are a, a family of god right that um uh that ministry is happening all the time and that uh if we forget the parents in the equation of raising the kids and we really um we've really lost a significant way to minister to those kids right so um so you alluded to uh we're going to be starting some wednesday night activities um, i'm going to pick on naomi naomi tell me about Tell me what y'all, what some of the things y'all have planned for, for Wednesday nights. 
Well, we're starting it off in the best way possible with food. Um, Absolutely. What doesn't draw a crowd but food? Yep. <laughs> um, so we're hoping to have um, food at some point. So some provided by like our, our team, but the church will provide a meal. Um, and then the next time we meet, we're hoping to do it like potluck style. So we'll all provide it. Um, we're so kind have- of alternating between a little bit more bought food versus a little bit more uh potluck making our food yeah right yeah (laughs) yeah so um we'll kind of go between those but either way we're going to start with a meal um and then we're going to move into um the kids are going to get together and I think we talked about all together to start we're going to do some worship and um songs to get us started and then break into smaller bible studies based on age group um and then the adults will also have a a meeting that they regularly do as well as the youth right tyler Mm -hmm. like those pieces have already existed we're adding this part um and then bring it all back together um for like a closing of sorts and we're we're going to be focusing on the catechism so um maybe pam wants to speak more towards like what our curriculum is going to look like um but we're hoping to kind of build in those basics like the basic blocks we're going to rely on and those are just kind of like carrie said those are the things that they're going to carry throughout their life um like tools just to have with them that they might not even know where this came from but they're the seeds planted that later will bear fruit um and our church that's just how we are like it's very organic and how um our kids walk around carrying the things that we're teaching. And um, so this is a great opportunity to give them more basics um, through the catechism. Um, Pam, do you want to share about the curriculum? Well, actually, Carrie's done an awesome job. She's like super organized. She's got the vision. I'm just kind of supporting her. Um, But I know she went through and broke down... um, Let's see, till Christmas time, we're going to focus on the catechisms one through eight. And she's going to be leading in some hymns. And we're also going to be doing some memory work of some scripture. Um, I think I'm basically after we have the song and stuff, we're going to kind of play it by ear um, um, as the children's needs like we're going to work on maybe having a small story time, uh, focusing on a, a scripture in the Bible. We're going to start with creation and go from there. And um, basically just doing, we're going to do not a whole lot of crafts. I think we Naomi brought up the great idea of uh, doing the placemats with the scriptures on them. And Todd's checking it actually into uh, at work if they laminate them so maybe we can get that done and then maybe do another one periodically as we move through the catechisms yeah and that was the idea of like them being able to take home something tangible mm-hmm. that like we all sit at meals together and maybe that's where they're gonna have their plate and then they mm-hmm. they'll have some of the pieces that we're learning so that parents can kind of keep working with them throughout the week um mm-hmm. That was an idea I stole from my brother's church. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. There's nothing new under the sun. Really, you know, really goes like, who made you? You know, who right. made you? God made me. And then we're talking about how special they are. I'm going to try to find some magnifying glasses. So when we do the handprints, they can, you know, mm -hmm. look at them and see, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm different or that's different. So we're going right. to talk about, you know, how God made everyone special mm. and that we're his creation. Mm. And uh, I think there's also like a, a prayer uh, with the curriculum. I just got it the other day and I've been with my granddaughter today, but um, we're going to pray a scripture. We're going to add it kind of um, building um, one week and add another line. So also mm. Praying it, Carrie. Didn't you have something in about the Lord's Prayer too? Yeah, so it's in there. I think it might be after Christmas, or maybe before, and then we're going to review it after Christmas. But yeah, I put the Lord's Prayer to a tune for my kids mm -hmm. years ago, and that helped them learn it really easily. So um, I wanted to add that into our memory work. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, and I just really want to commend y'all for, it may feel Thank to you. maybe somebody who's not familiar with Presbyterianism, going through Westminster feels, um, I don't know, just very Presbyterian, but it, it's actually the idea of catechism is a super old idea. Uh, the idea of a question and an answer, a call and response, uh, the early, early church used to do that often. Um, in fact, uh, some early churches you couldn't even get baptized until you were properly catechized. You had to know the questions and answers to things. And it was a way of building theological categories for new believers. Um, but it's also, in some ways, the way that Jesus probably taught. I don't want to bore you all with uh, some of the finer points of this, but um, Jesus seems to have taught uh, using the ancient rabbinic model of telling his disciples a whole bunch of stuff, sometimes repeating. So the Sermon on the Mount was probably repeated several times. Um, and the disciples may or may not have gotten it until the resurrection, right? And and you kind of see that as it works out in the book of Acts, when the resurrection happens, they're kind of like, oh, that's why he told us that. And so even Jesus's own model was doing essentially what you guys are doing, which is building categories, building infrastructure, so that as these kids grow up, um, whether they know the Lord right now or perhaps in a few years or maybe later on in life, they'll come to uh, saving knowledge of Jesus that they have these right categories. Um, and I, I found, too, in my own, my own discussions with people in the community, man, sometimes those catechism questions are super helpful when somebody asks you something like, well, what is sin anyway? Or what does it mean when the preacher says repent? Um, having those those quick, easy answers to go to, to then take it apart and explain it, super helpful. So I really commend you all for, for your work in that in that regard. Um, so uh, why don't y'all uh, tell me, do you guys got any other projects or things that um, uh, y'all are excited about in, in the future for the family team? Let me... Let me, before I kick it to some of yep. some of you ladies, uh, let me just say that for this family ministry, the church is in really, really good hands. Not mine, but the ladies that you see on this meeting. 
we had our first meeting uh, together a month or so ago, and I'm probably one of the least creative people uh, when it comes to great ideas. I mean, you can give me a book and tell me, teach through this book of the Bible, and I could do that for you. But if you say, make some really creative ways for these things to stick, I've got a commentary. We can, we can read the commentary <laughs> together, um, but these ladies have just such great ideas. I was blown away at our meeting uh, of just the the really quality ideas that they brought to the table as far as things we could do, ways we can, uh, you know, take things home. Um, so I'll let I'll let them maybe speak to a few things that they might enjoy doing in the future. I'll say one. So I'm really excited to see more um, just the whole family being a part of things at church because mm -hmm. um, I but immediately at Harbor, like I felt like women have a place and men have a place and there's communities you're just very much welcomed into um, and kids have been a part of that. But I'm excited to see it more um, just loving the intergenerational part of our church um and just having us all together so some of the things that like this past summer that I really loved that I hope we can keep doing and kind of morph it as obviously seasons because one of them was um having play dates and swim dates um so we did Carrie and I helped to organize a few like once a month we'd swim and once a month we'd go to a park um and it was so great to see women showing up that didn't have tiny humans in tow maybe they had a dog or maybe they were just there to enjoy the company but um it was just so like it felt so whole and healthy to have people at all stages of life being able mm -hmm. to talk and be a part of things and um encourage one another in each of our seasons because it's so much better when you have a perspective outside of your own little perspective um so we're hoping kind of to have like things like that maybe that are part of our rhythm but also maybe more like one and done events of just um maybe it'll be like a church picnic or maybe I'm sorry I gravitate towards food but um, <laughs> maybe it'll be like we swim at someone's house or a movie night or um just things where the whole family whatever your family looks like is invited um to fellowship and be welcomed and to invite others to as well. I, I know that um, in some of the moms I've met through the parks and things like that, um, it's it's so evident that there are places where your family is more welcome than others. And I love that our church is excited to hear babies crying in the service. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> we have a lot of them, but also because that's what um, raising a family in the Lord is, is um, you're just all there and welcome and celebrated. So I'm really looking forward to kind of building in some more rhythms of that, as well as just maybe one and done events of, all, anything you can think of just throw it our way <laughs> yeah no, I, I think that was really well said and it's certainly been my heart I mean Pam will probably remember uh more than all of y'all but you know for a while there um you know several years ago when things were just more difficult and we were a lot smaller I can remember thinking well we got adult stuff covered we need youth that's what we need next mm -hmm. Right. Children kind of as long as you had Sunday school, that was good. But I knew it wasn't going to be totally adequate. And 
Um, you know, the last couple of years, I feel like we've gotten used together. And so kids have been kind of next on the, uh, on the agenda. And I totally agree with you, Naomi. I think that, uh, for me as a pastor, I get excited a, because kids are being cared for B parents, particularly moms are being cared for, but also I think I see it as a huge opportunity for us to share the gospel. Um, uh, evangelism can look so different depending on your skills and where God has placed you. Um, and uh, it really is exciting to me to think about, you know, what moms in the community are going to be welcomed in simply by going to a park, right? Like inviting them to church can feel like a big deal, but inviting to a park, no, oh, maybe that's not so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to see what the Lord might do through kind of these, uh, uh, these events and things like that. So it's not just us having fun. Like it really does have spiritual impact um, that can go a long way. Yeah. And a big, big thank you to, to like um, Michael and, and the elders for caring about this and wanting to invest in this too, because like our new playground, that is going to be, <laughs> I'm so yeah. excited about that to be able to like have a playground that is attractive to other people. And, um, just want to say thank you. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. I think we got a couple couple more weeks. Um, but we'll be there. Yeah, right. Um, I wanna I wanna kind of go off what Naomi said earlier too about the park playdates and anything that involves families getting together is like yet like the intergenerational aspect of family ministry is um is obviously a huge plus. But what I was noticing with these park playdates is not even like the, you know, 10 year age gap between the moms or more, but the age gap between the kids and how like my nine-year-old can happily be the oldest kid there <laughs> and play with four-year-olds and be perfectly content. And mm -hmm. that's a skill that kids aren't really offered a lot to play with kids that aren't kind of their same grade or age level or their own siblings. And I just think that's another, um, really important aspect of family ministry getting kids together that aren't the same age that don't have the same interests but then they find common ground mm -hmm. somehow just being in part of a church family Tyler what are you excited about I am uh I'm just excited to um get the kids excited about mm -hmm. uh, being at church together um I'm excited to see opportunities to clearly invite the church's children to receive Christ. Uh, I think I think that that's one of the most valuable things that a children's ministry or a family ministry can do is just provide pathways and avenues to say, hey, we're talking today about faith in Jesus. And we want to actually provide opportunities to say, come and receive him. Uh, and if you, especially if you have uh, friends and family and uh, people who might not be fully involved in Sunday church life, who are coming to a, a Wednesday program or something like that, it's a fantastic opportunity uh, to invite someone uh, to trust in Christ that you maybe don't normally have yeah yeah absolutely so um uh before we 
close, <clears throat> what would you encourage uh, Harbor folks, kind of no matter where or life stage they are, what would you encourage them to do with uh, with all they've heard? Well, maybe two things you can do. One is uh, there's still opportunity to get involved. Uh, one of the one of the areas of need that we still have to sort of flesh out is uh, because there are families with children in age range, we also have to uh, have nursery for the little ones. So I feel like churches are always making pleas for nursery uh, help, but that's that is something that that we're uh, still looking to flesh out is uh, help in the nursery. Uh, if somebody's just excited and says, "I don't know, I would like to be there," you probably know as much as I do that you can have four people, uh, four adults in a meeting with twenty kids, and all of a sudden one kid gets sick. One kid has to use the bathroom. One kid's trying to touch the outlet, and <laughs> that leaves one adult tending to the other seventeen. So you know we can use helpers. We can use anybody who would be interested. Um, as well, just come to the Wednesday night ministries. Eat food. See the kids. Uh, go to adult Bible study. Um, yeah, we we just want we want people to feel comfortable. Um, jumping in on Wednesdays well just building the relationships there's so many different levels of building relationships with the, the kids mm -hmm. um, and the adults how they can grow and learn and support each other it's not just about oh the teacher or the nursery worker or the um, you know who's cleaning up the kitchen. I mean, we can build those relationships, even with like the youth getting involved, kind of like what Carrie said, bridging mm -hmm. those age uh, ranges and even with the adults all the way down. Um, you have, you know, I, I, my heart's just been really on fire thinking, you know, I still have something to give. Mm -hmm. The Lord still wants me to serve him um so i'm i'm very excited and i hope that um the other members of the church regardless of their age will uh, feel that passion too yeah pam that's actually i was gonna say that i'm so glad you said that like i would say to anybody listening like it doesn't matter where you are in life it doesn't matter if you have four kids under four or if you're an empty nester or if you're not married, or it doesn't matter, like there is a place for you with this new family ministry. Family doesn't have to mean, you know, mom, dad, kids, like family ministry means everybody. It's, you know, the Harbor family. So I'm glad you said that, Pam. Mm -hmm. Good. Awesome. Anybody else wanna give any closing thoughts? All right. Um, so one of the things we like to do with the podcast is close with prayer. Um, so Tyler, you want to uh, pray us out of here? Sure. Father, we are grateful, so grateful for your church. Lord, we ask that uh, as we begin to uh, launch this uh, new ministry at Harbor, uh, we ask that it would be a ministry that 
first and foremost is for your glory. That it wouldn't be anything that we want to bring glory to ourselves for, but only to the glory of Jesus. Lord, and, and to that end, I ask that it would be used in one way or another to change the hearts of your children, to serve in a way that children come to know Jesus. I pray that souls are saved because uh, they came and they heard your word and they heard about your Christ. Um, and so Lord, I pray that you would empower uh, this new ministry with your spirit, that your word and your spirit would work together um, to change the hearts of the children and the adults and everyone around. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for dropping your anchor with HarborCast. Please visit us on the web at harborchurch.org for more information about what we believe, what we do to serve our community, and how you can get involved in our mission here in Mooresville. And finally, follow HarborCast wherever you listen to podcasts. May the Lord continue to equip you to share the good news about Jesus.